most related. players cannot access Bug species for this class. Oh no. Subscribers can always access Twi'lek species for this class. Okay, whatever. You should probably just forget about the whole thing if you can't be a Twi'lek. I like the Twi'leks. Do you not like Twi'leks? I would, that wasn't sarcasm. I was being sincere. We should just stop even considering this. And let's see, the, the Tarudu species is not available for this class without a purchase from the cartel market. The what? A, tar- oh, a Tarudu species? The the Torgruta. The oh. Torgruta. The Torgruta of what? Do you remember? I, I'll, I'll put this in the easiest terms to understand. You remember the Red Woman that you got to beat up in Force Unleashed? I think so, yeah. And she was like the first one to be shot in the back when they executed Order 66. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know uh, who she so is. That, that's a Torgruta. That's what, okay. that's what they are. I remember every woman I have ever beat up. By the way, if you're just joining us, welcome to the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 105. Jay is preparing himself uh, to play The Old Republic. He's got Star Wars fever. He's got Jungle fever. He's got a couple of fevers. but uh, He's not not a well man. I've got got yellow fever. He's got yellow fever. Mostly for Philippians. Oh, Philippians. Philippians. Mostly for Philippians. Uh, yeah, uh, so I have the word a couple in Colombia. I, I, of course, am your uh, usual host, Jared, and I am joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr., Philippian uh, expert extraordinaire. Yeah, I'm here. I'm a little disappointed by the racial limitations in Star Wars. Uh, well, you know, it's not a series that's known for its many races. It's, uh, <laughs> uh right. <laughs> Um, right sure and then and then also i am joined of course by our usual uh guest mr lucio lorenzino hello i'm not playing uh the fallopians with star wars or whatever is there a reason why you're not playing as a fallopian in star wars no is that is that an alien seems like it could be (laughs) they are aliens but not from outer space there's a lot of aliens out there you sound um, pretty tired, Jared. I am actually. All the days getting to you already. I am almost definitely uh, coming down with a cold, okay. and I'm starting to lose my voice. So I'm going to enjoy these succulent cough drops throughout the podcast. Uh, I've been, you know, I've been learning a lot lately about radio and the nature of it, and what is what are the best practices. And everybody says that you should always suck on candy, uh, you know. While you're while you're doing a, a podcast or radio show, in order to that's maximize the viewer's pleasure, the listener's pleasure, really. So uh, that's what I'm doing. So if I, if it seems as though I'm lacking energy, uh, that's not the case. I am full of energy. I assure you, I have so much energy. Okay. Anyway, did everybody see Star Wars? I saw nope. it. You still didn't see it, Lucio? Nope. So did you? Have you had it spoiled for you? No. Oh wow. Well, yep. what a special! Well, we should we should spoil it. <laughs> we should, we should spoil it. Should we spoil it right now? <laughs> I was saying. First of all, it turns out Luke is not a straight man. Oh, yeah. Um, it turns out he is a very I mean, sexual man. Th- th- there was only one woman in the whole galaxy. So the story revolves around trying to find Luke, and when they finally find him, he's on this planet full of gay people. He's on a gay planet. He's on a he's on a gay planet. <laughs> the gay planet. Yeah, he's on the gay planet. So uh, he comes out, I assume, with like wearing a satin roll, eating a bucket of fried chicken. So right? I mean, it's like super canon now. Like if it wasn't before, it really is now. Yeah, so. it's definitely it's definitely like the thing. Pretty big time. No. So the other question is: Is he a pitcher or a catcher? Lucio, that's not appropriate for the Enemy Slam podcast episode number one hundred and five. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at my face there and it looks like there's some kind of weird cybernetic breathing tube that I can put up her nose. Well, you should. How's like a good, how's that? Maybe I should. I mean, anytime you have the option to put something up someone's nose, you should. Yeah, that's Um, legit. I have uh, a favorite thing. I have a favorite thing that I like to put up women's noses. (laughs) And what is that? My, my, uh, your oxygen tubes. Yes, the oxygen tubes are important. Because, you know, you send them to such celestial highs of pleasure, they actually need oxygen to their brain. Yeah, uh, I, send them, I, I send them to celestial highs of pleasure by ordering from them uh, stuff from the L.L. Bean catalog. Yes, yeah, he, reads the, he just reads the L.L. Bean catalog to them. But That's all it takes. It's very sensual. <laughs> it works very well. 
uh, I guess we should probably talk about the shit. Hey, did you guys hear? Uh, did you guys hear about the Dreamcast two? Did you Did you hear that there's a Dreamcast two? So does that mean we finally get Sonic Adventure three? You guys, Psych. there's <laughs> not a Dreamcast for, you know, you know two. I, I fully support a new Sega console so that we can quarantine all of the Sonic in one place. <laughs> so that was an interesting thing that I think Doug said in the chat that I really enjoyed, which is when when. So it, this kind of started trending early in the day, and it's uh, it's it spawned from like this group that is trying to petition Sega to make another Dreamcast, but they're not. That's not happening. So I mean, so when you're trying to petition people, um, when you want to get on their good side, what you do is you play a hoax on everyone. Well, I don't think it was intentional. I think it was something that just kind of. I don't fully understand how it happened, but <laughs> so, social media. They, they they had a story that I thought was going to blow up, and they didn't check sources, and then yeah, blew up. But. People people got excited, and they just saw the word Streamcast 2, and they didn't really need to read the rest. And it's funny, I actually read a lot of the articles that were confirming the Dreamcast 2, and I didn't right. understand almost any of them. Like, I don't... You read them, and there's no... Ah, Dreamcast 2, Sonic. They talk, they talk about how it's like a, a console-PC hybrid, which I don't understand what that is. Uh, I didn't really what, follow... Yeah, what is that when, like, all consoles are PCs? Yeah, These I mean, days, pretty much. Yeah, so I mean, is it a Steam box? Is that what it is? I don't, um, I don't know. It doesn't matter because no, not no, real. no. It's a console with Excel on it. But anyway, Doug made a point that I thought was excellent, which which was that uh, Sega it, couldn't make a console now because they literally don't have any exclusives that they could put on it that would actually be worth buying. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they or even experiencing. They, they have a. They have one exclusive. They have one exclusive. And the exclusive is named The Adventures of Brad and Bane. Well, I don't even know. Is this, a, I, this went right over my head. What is that? I think that's from the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode 100. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Brad and Bane. I thought you said Bane, and I was thinking of the Batman villain. You know what? I won't play Brad the Echidna. It will basically be a Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, no, that that sounds actually okay. There, there is something appealing about that, actually. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> they, I, I mean, Sonic. Let's see. So that's out. Uh, Shenmue. They're making another one, but PlayStation's got that, so that doesn't matter. Uh, Skies of Arcadia. So, if if Square has taught us anything, it's that you can take a popular ser- series off of all other systems and then just make it exclusive, and it works out great for everyone. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Uh, so sad. <laughs> uh, did anyone actually play Skies of Arcadia? No, because I hear it's great, but I never. I hear, it's, I hear it's great too. By the time I got a Dreamcast, I wasn't playing JRPGs anymore, so it didn't didn't happen. But uh, my, yeah. my 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 smuggler's looking pretty cute. Is is are things going well? It sounds like things are going well. Yeah, I mean she's 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 she ain't bad. I. I'd give her like one chance at a dinner if I met her on OK Cupid. Okay, that's pretty good for a smuggler. Yeah, I would say right. Um, I mean, that's not <laughs> smugglers certainly do worse than me. So anyway, if you read about the Dreamcast too, and you were like, "Hey, this sounds like a thing I want," uh, go fuck yourself because it's not real. Fucks, it's made no sense. Yeah, fuck, it's not coming out. You big dingus. Oh my god, I can't believe people. Uh, Medium.com a little earlier today, they posted uh, Ew, what something. The? What? What That's happened? Gross. Medium? There's some kind of, like, I gave her some kind of skin disease. Let's get that out of here. Oh, well. This is going to be a recurring theme for the podcast. <laughs> Jay reacts to his Star Wars Old Republic character. Is there a... For YouTube. I don't see why it couldn't work for audio. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, so anyway... I was saying medium.com posted a list today of the best selling, best selling, the best selling, the best selling Steam best games. Selling. Okay, yeah. The best selling and the compromission. So everybody knows that a good, a good Steam game should sell at least 100,000 copies. Is it, is it, is it, is it selling in, uh, in the Philippines? No, no, no. These stales are, these are all stales from the United States this year. They actually have it broken okay. out by country. Uh, oh, really? And there's some interesting stuff in the countries. Uh, first of all, the United in the States. The countries, <laughs> interesting stuff. The, the the United States is different than anybody else's list. Uh, there's almost uh, across the board. There is one game that is at number one for almost every single country except the U.S. Um, okay. 
and uh, we can get to oh, that. It's not it's not FIFA. I think it's going to surprise you. It surprised me. Um, maybe let's just run through this real quick. In the United States in 2015, uh, I think the measurement that they're going off of is actually April to December. Uh, why they're not including January? I guess it's a fiscal year thing, probably. Um, okay, probably. So anyway, what do you think the best-selling game on Steam in the United States is? Oh. Uh, this isn't a hard question. I'm gonna have okay, to I, guess it's, I guess Fallout 4. I'll go with Fallout 4. It is indeed Fallout 4. Uh, we are the only country where it is the best-selling game. In fact, I think we're the only country where it's even in the top five. Oh, no, the, wow. U- the UK actually has it in the top two as well. But uh, Fallout 4 is just short of selling a million copies on Steam. It's a, about 968,000. Um, wow. Right beneath it is Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, right beneath that is Counter-Strike uh, Geo. Uh, right beneath that is Ark Survival Evolved. And uh, the number fifth, the number fifth, uh, yeah, I'm doing great today. Uh, You're doing really good. The number, the number fifth game. Eat, eat, eat some more of those cough drops. <laughs> Maybe there's something in them, I don't know. Uh, Rocket League is number five. Um, yeah, so surprising. Yeah, a little surprise. And actually, if we expand it to the so, top okay. ten, um, just kind of a fun fact, if we expand it out to the top ten, three of the games are Fallout games. So that's the effect that huh. it's actually had. Because uh, Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 3 Because everyone appear. went back and bought a bunch, bunch of old ones, yeah. Right, right. They played Fallout 4 and they're like, this isn't very good. Why do people, uh, why do people like this so much? And so they went back and played the other ones. <laughs> By the way, I have a copy of Fallout 4 to give away tonight. Finally, uh, yay! It finally, okay. It's finally happening. So uh, prepare yourselves. It is uh, the best disappointing game of the year. I think you're going to love it. Um, <laughs> but I do have it. So now, anyway, do you guys care to guess what the number one game in almost every other country is? Rocket um, it's fucking weird. It's not Rocket League. It's not Rocket League. It is in the list I gave you, though. I wasn't paying that much attention to the list. Well, here we go. I'll just tell you. <laughs> uh, it's Counter Strike Global Offensive. Really? No, it, that's that's kind of weird. It is the best-selling game. Now, mind you, it is a game that came out, I believe, in like 2011, 2012, right. maybe. Uh, so it's... Yeah, so pr- it's, it has no business being the best-selling now. <laughs> no, it has no business whatsoever. And yet it has, it has done it. It is the number one in Russia, Germany, France, and Poland, and Brazil. Brazil? And Turkey. I didn't even know Brazil bought games. Turkey is crazy for Counter-Strike. They love it. Um... So yeah. Anyway, just a little, uh, just a little so, so strange fact I, for you. I want I want to say something about about Fallout before we move on. What would you like to say? And so the re- the reason that I, I I guessed it so fast is because I think Fallout Four is experiencing something weird that the other Fallout's haven't experienced, right? And I think we have like this weird culture, especially in the wake of Gamergate. I think we have like this weird culture of hype where now everyone wants to prove they're real gamers, so they listen to the games where all the hype is surrounding it, and then they go and grab that one. And it's like, okay, now I'm, I'm a member of the conversation. I know what I'm talking about now. I'm going to buy this game. And I'm saying, I'm saying that for, like, all parties. Like, this isn't singling anyone out. I'm just saying that I think in the wake of that, we've had, like, this real culture of, of hype where people just buy the most talk-about games because they're the most talk-about games. Um and I think Fallout 4 is one of the first most talked about games that we've had since this new um, hype culture popped up that isn't also exclusive. Because before we had like Bloodborne and we had like two made releases in the same work the same week, but Fallout is the one that was able to like go across all platforms. So everyone was hearing, oh, this is the game. And the reason I say that is because I have seen like a lot of commentary on Fallout 4 that it's it's very clear people have no had no idea what Fallout Four was mm-hmm. or what any of the games were before, yep. and it's like it's not even like it's not even like that's okay, definitely so true. Fallout Three was the first game. That is like, absolutely they, true. Well, and that's why we're like, seeing like, that's why we see New Vegas and Fallout Three in the best selling list. Yeah, uh, be, exactly. Because exactly. I think exactly what you're. I, I think back. you're absolutely correct that uh, this game more than any other has had so much hype behind it that it has brought in a bunch yeah. of people who don't play Fallout games who didn't even know what Fallout games are. Uh, right, and that's kind of that's kind of too bad uh, because 
I mentioned this earlier, but when I was when I was uh, like watching my wife play that game, all I could think the yeah. entire time is how bad it was at explaining how it worked, and <laughs> and how I knew how it worked because I'd played the other two. But uh, but man, this is this would be a rough one to come in on. I don't even mean because it I, was maybe like disappointing or anything. I just mean because I think it's very cumbersome and doesn't explain yeah. itself very well. And uh, you know, I think it would be a rough experience because a lot of these guys who bought this are going to be you know Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty people. And well, uh, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny that you say that because I've actually um, gone back to all of now. Now I had a challenge after the podcast. I thought I thought when I talked when we did our Fallout podcast, I thought I did a good job clarifying that when I was referencing the other games, I was mostly referencing three and New Vegas, and that wasn't good enough for some people. So I, I was called out. They were like, "Did you play one and two? And the answer is yes, I did play one and two. I just never got very far in them, and I definitely never finished either of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played one and two, and I played them ages and ages ago, like when I was in college. Um, and you're trying to like expand your horizons and you're like, okay, what should I be playing now? People are like fallout, fallout. And I was like, I tried playing it in college and I couldn't get through it. So I went back, uh, to, I said, I'm going to get the full experience this time. I'm going to finish all of them, uh, start to finish. <laughs> um, even the ones that I, f- I finished before and I have every single one except for brotherhood of steel, um, which is $90. I'm not going to pay $90 to get that game. Um, and I, I started fallout one. I started fallout two. I got three again. I'm not going to be able to, like, even though I really like three, I am not going to be able to replay that game without mods. And, um, and it is I'm a, not sure a how weird game to, to try play. a mod. I I'm love sure that. I'm not sure you want to even play, like, New Vegas without a mod. You know, but no, no, but New Vegas is modded to hell and back. Like, I, 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 I put a ton of mods in New Vegas. But Fallout 3 is a little harder to mod because it's before Bethesda really became modder friendly. And it's yeah. before modders really started developing for Bethesda game. Mm. I do, so, I do find it, to... uh, I find it very interesting. You know, most people, when they, when they experiment so have, in college, they like jack off a guy or something. They don't play Fallout. That's an interesting, it's an interesting <laughs> dynamic. Yeah, I, I played. I Man, I did some out. weird shit in college. Um, no one said I didn't jack off a guy, but I I, I played Fallout. <laughs> I played Fallout, kids. I played Fallout in college. That's all you need to know about that. You played with a couple um, choices. Man, I've been I've been playing Fallout since like middle school. But but oh. they're all they're they're like like the like the barrier of entry just to all like so fucking high like the most kind of casual friendly thing ever. And I know it's not. And I know and I know that like there's a ton of shit that even us as veterans of the franchise like didn't figure out until deep into the game. Um, there's definitely like one thing I did not know about Fallout Four until I got deep deep into the game. Um, but comparatively, like to the other ones. This thing is basically holding your hand like Sesame Street. Well, I mean, compared to one and two, absolutely. Like one and two. Yeah, one and two. Because remember, those came back from a time when we had manuals, and now that we mm-hmm. now digital distribution has really kind of ruined that. Uh, I, I imagine. I guess if you purchase them on GOG, you get the manual. I don't know if they're for sale on GOG, but yeah, uh, yeah, they are. It seems like that well, actually well, is probably the ideal way to buy those games. Uh, I guess now um, now is probably a great time to uh, give away a key to the game. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> but hey, listener at home, well, while you while you announce it, while you announce it, um, I finished my smuggler, so I'm going to mute this and I'm going to watch your introduction. Okay, I think you should do that. And right. uh, and while Jay does that, I will reveal the final five digits or letters uh, of the Steam key for Fallout Four. Uh, and we begin now first with the letter D, like, uh, like the dick that Jay jacked off in college. Uh, (laughs) then we go to J, like the job that Jay did on that dick in college. Uh, then we go to H for hand, which is what Jay used to jack off that dick (laughs) in college. (laughs) Keep going. And then we go to Z, like 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 the Z's from the sound of snoring, which is what that frat boy did after he fell asleep after being jacked off by Jay in college. Uh, and then we have M for mouth, which is where all of the jizz went. <laughs> Jay jacked off that guy in college. Uh, so there you go. So that's DJ HZM, and that will give, that will give you a key to Fallout. Uh, I hope that every time we do this, we get a lot of people coming to the podcast who are 
not regular listeners who try to listen to it to get the key. And I think I think that's pretty futile because it's it's just gone by the time you do it. Um, but I yeah, hope I, I hope encourage never... them to not come into the podcast. Uh, I think this one is probably the most geared to those people. So uh, you know, I, I hope that you enjoy that if you're just joining us for the first time. By the way, I have to admire your uh, versatility to tell us how you know Jay chucked the dick in college. You know, there's there's just a lot of ways to say it, and I feel like I found all the good ones. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that assessment. <laughs> all right, <laughs> shit. Um, all right, well, should we talk about? Uh, oh, there's so many things to talk about. Should we talk about ooh, Street Fighter? Let's talk about Street Fighter. Okay, let's do that first. So you got into the uh, beta for Street Fighter, is that in, right? I got into the beta for the first one, but ever since, like, every time there was a beta, I was somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was either traveling or you know, I was at PAX or whatever. Um, but we did get to play time, it at PAX. I was able to, yeah. But it was one match, you know, it's like... Yeah, that's true. So... <laughs> it's like I didn't even get to, like, understand what was going on. So what's available in this beta? How many characters? Like, what what are, what are you doing, effectively? It started effectively? with six. It, it was all multiplayer, right? Um, which is kind of annoying, because, you know, we're trying to use the new characters, and then you get, like, your shit pushed in by some guy who was playing Ryu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it was uh, about nine characters at the end. You had a lot of the new guys, which is what I focused on. Right, right. Um, so is it is it over now? Is the beta passed? Yeah, the beta's passed. It was only three days. It was the, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do an article on it. Um, but it's very similar to Street Fighter Four, but it has a few things that I liked. Um, so the first thing is the V system, where you it's a different gauge from your... Uh, normal like super combo gauge. Is that is it a V system or a five system? I guess I call it a V system. I guess it could be a five. I'm mm, just wondering. It could be either. You know. Okay. Roman numerals being what they are. Right, right. I've <laughs> learned them. I learned the Roman numerals. Uh, so yeah, I guess it could conceivably be five. Uh, but it, it it's a V. So, um, so the V system, what it does is it gives your character like a special ability that isn't necessarily a super move. Mm-hmm. Each character has a different one. So, for example, Ryu does more damage with his B special. Okay. Uh, some characters get faster. Um, so it, it's a nice way to kind of bring it back, um, bring yourself back to a match when you're losing, but it doesn't necessarily feel as cheap as the uh, ultra combo that you got before. Uh-huh, so right. you need to know what you're doing with a character for it to be effective, right? So if you got a new character, and I learned this over using many, many, <laughs> many times the, the, the new guys, uh, if you get a character and you don't know what you're doing with them, then their B power is pretty useless. So who do you who do you like in the, in the new characters? Who's uh, been, been getting it done for you? So Rashid is pretty cool. That's the uh, Middle Eastern guy. Okay, yeah. Is he? Uh, wasn't there some problems with him? Like he was wearing a turban or something? No, no. The he, problems, he was revealed in the, problems, the problems were with with Tumblr saying they had a problem with him, and the Middle East meanwhile is like, no, we have no problem with him. Oh yeah. It's then... also the, the issue that he was revealed in nine eleven. <laughs> so you know. I just, oh man, this this is stupid shit. All right, and then uh, who else? Who else yeah. is working? They could have picked a better date. Uh, um, Laura's pretty good too. Laura is the dancer, right? She likes to dance. Chick, yeah. Okay. And she also has electricity powers, which leads me to ask whether oh she's uh, she's she's Brazilian, right? Oh, not so Colombian. She's, so she's Blanca, not not Colombian. Well, yeah, it's a much more attractive Blanca, but yeah. Is Blanca uh, in this game? No. Doesn't look like it. So Blanca and Laura are not in the same place at the same time, so... And no, telling me? no E-Honda. What are we doing here? What is going on? Street Fighter? You They're can't... going to release all of them eventually, you know. Right, and you said this earlier, and I really enjoyed the comment where uh, they posted an article today about why Saget doesn't appear in the game. Uh, or, <laughs> yes. or or Sagat, I guess, as some people say. Um but their explanation was that there are too many similar characters in Street Fighter V, and they didn't want to uh, compound that issue by having another character. 
Um, now, mind you, Ryu and Ken are both still in the game. Right. And uh, <laughs> I know that I know that I'll get shit from like a diehard here, but I mean, let's be real here. They're the same. Ken guy's gonna be mad at you, bro. If you're worried, no, 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 no. One one goes more vertical. No, nope. I understand that. I totally understand different. that. I've been playing totally Street Fighter <laughs> since I was a little kid. I totally know that that Ken's all about that dragon punch and Ryu's all about that fireball. But you know what? Uh, There's the fucking same. And if you're complaining about about duplicates, maybe you could drop them out. Um, or Akuma whenever he shows up. I didn't. Dawson, Akuma's gonna show up. Dawson sure. got old. Akuma. What's up with that? With the Street Fighter compromission. They put a. Now he's now he's got a big bushy beard though, like Santa. Yeah, I mean that doesn't sound right. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm I'm being distracted. So well, Laura, he looks like he looks like an ancient yogi. So Laura and Rashid are are okay. doing it for you. What about uh, who else? Any anybody else, or is that pretty much the? Um, no, there's a <laughs> there's a new guy called Nikali. Nikali. And oh yeah, the guy with uh, dreads. Is that yeah, what? if you look at him, he like he's <laughs> the edges. He's like what's the sign by like a an edgy fourteen year old. Is he like is he like DJ? No, he's like he's kind of like a kuma. He's like all about being surrounded by darkness and how it's empty inside and all that bullshit. Oh, he's scary. And <laughs> if you look at him, if you look at his dreads, like the first thing that I thought when I saw him was like, this man must spend so much time and money at the hairdressers. So how, how edgy is he? He's super edgy. Like when um, like if if you were to compare him to a razor blade. Oh man! Is he edgier he, than a, than a razor blade. He's like about Shadow the Hedgehog levels of edgy. Yeah, actually, he uh, kind of looks like mean. Knuckles a little bit. No, no, he's worse. You don't see that. You don't see a Knuckles connection. I mean, yeah, he looks not, more like not really. <laughs> yeah, I guess actually no. He mentions it. I guess that's what I would have pictured Brad becoming. <laughs> <laughs> like if Sega actually made. <laughs> A game based on uh, our our podcast, which they should, which they totally should. I think it's already it should be in the works, right? Right, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like it's it's just like a fact by now. What about uh, what about Karen? I noticed that Karen wears more clothes than any of the other. Oh, I forgot women. Karen was in this one. I like I like Karen. Karen, Karen is there. Karen is very similar to what she used to be at, like in Alpha. Oh, she was uh, she's the character that we've seen before. Yeah, I haven't. I skipped a lot of. I I didn't play Street Fighter three. Or Alpha. She's from Alpha 3. Oh, okay. That's why I don't know her. Um, what about, really? What about Armika? Huh. Is Armika from, from... It's also from Alpha 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she's actually pretty fucking good in this one. Uh, she's a command throw... Armika is? Yeah. She's a command throw wrestler. Uh-huh. But um, she's... If you, if you learn how to use her, she can be pretty devastating. What about Fang, the cunning trickster? He wasn't on the... Oh, he's not available. He looks very he looks very cunning indeed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he reminds you I actually kinda of like his design. He reminds you of a Dragon Ball character, like from the No Dragon Ball C. The first Dragon Ball, you know, when he used to be fun and, and cute and didn't take seven episodes powering yeah, up. I don't know what you're talking I don't, about. I don't feel like that's my memory of it, but uh, you know, we've all <laughs> I'm glad Jay's with me there. Uh, I guess I was the only one who saw the original Dragon Ball. I think you're the only one who likes Dragon Balls. I mean, I do love balls. Ooh. You do love balls, yeah. <laughs> so, Who doesn't? So I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Jared's new headcanon of me is that I love balls. Oh, did you hear? Did you hear all that? I did hear that. I heard. I heard every word. <laughs> I was I was hoping that you didn't, and you'd hear it tomorrow. <laughs> Be like, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. Well, I I thought I did great. Um, all right. So overall. <laughs> What are your impressions of Street Fighter V so far? Do you think this is I going like to be it. a success? Yeah, I, I really like it. I think it's uh, they addressed a lot of the issues that I had with the um, with Street Fighter IV. Uh-huh. It's a bit faster paced. So you know, one of my issues with um, Street Fighter IV was it was kind of slow, but it's a little bit faster paced. The connection in general was good. I had only one match where it seems like everyone was teleporting. Do you do you really feel like you notice that much of a difference? Because I don't when I play it. I have, but it's more subtle. It's not 
Mm-hmm. So like a difference that there was between like two and three and three and four. Okay, so so not as big because I, I, I feel, mean I feel like it's more of a how can I put it? It's more like a they perfected the formula rather than made a new one. Because to me, a lot of it is aesthetics. Uh, uh, let, me, let me ask. Let me ask this about aesthetics real quick. Sure. How 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 great is it that Cammy finally looks like she's nineteen years old, <laughs> even though she's older in this one? That's a. Uh, I, I don't feel comfortable commenting on that. <laughs> what, 19? Well, just the, the phrasing there. There's <laughs> that we should all be happy. <laughs> I can looks, finally do it in peace. That she finally looks 19. You're so colder. That's what he's talking about. I, I, mean, just, I just always found it. I just always found it weird that she was like supposed to be like this 19 year old girl and she'd always look like super old. Do 19 year olds um, typically have like, because that's that's a breast augmentation. <laughs> Without a doubt. Have you ever seen like these reports of the um Or did she or did she stuff of the super rich parents? So the super rich parents that like get their their daughters um implants on like their eighteenth birthday as like a graduation gift. So is is that our theory? Yeah, that's right. Okay. She she is a clone of bison and I can see bison. And bison has really big breasts. No, but I can see Bison like being the kind of parent that would do that for her. Wait, wait, you mean like the character plays like Bison, or do you mean like in the story she's a clone no, of Bison? No, the story she's a clone of Bison. Like, you guys I... know that clones are the same gender, right? Like, <laughs> it does have to come. That's we, the... didn't, we didn't write it. It's like yeah, the... I'm telling you what the plot is. <laughs> we didn't write it. Literally it. And how you know, you clones know, work. Not only that, it's not only Cammy, but all those girls are clones of him. Oh, Chun-Li oh, too? No, no, no. Just Cammy. No, no, not not all the fighting girls. All the all the um, killer bees are so no, like no, Jun no. and and. Is it just set? I thought all the killer bees were. Oh, I love that we're oh, having an argument. The rest of them are girls kidnapped to be an asshole, I guess. So Cammy's the only clone. I thought all the killer bees were. Well, I guess the Capra, the new like, the new chick that is exactly like Cammy, uh, is a clone too. Is the movie where Guile is played by Jean Claude Van Damme? Is that canon? No, because I could have an argument about that. <laughs> Why don't you ask? You don't that? need Why to follow. The, uh, I have a lot of thoughts about that. You don't need to follow the plot of Street Fighter because it makes no fucking sense. Like even for a so fighting. What's, what's, oh hey what's, now. What's one thought? What's one thought, Jared? About the Street Fighter movie. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Raul Julia fucking killed it in that movie. Like, <laughs> I would agree with that. That's that's thought number one. Like he fucking okay. he fucking killed it. Every time that Raul Julia is not on screen, I'm waiting for him to come back on screen. Like when will Raul get here? Anyway, I think that's, that's good. I think that's all I got for right now. <laughs> there's some plot. Um, there's some there's some plot holes that I'm sure we could discuss, uh, but I haven't watched it I've for got, a while. I've got I've got um a, a few plot holes, not a lot. So How anyway, was it though that can read with treasure hunters? I liked it when Blanca <laughs> appeared. <laughs> everything about that scene <laughs> is incredible uh all right well maybe we'll watch the street fighter movie later on and and revisit it <laughs> so final thoughts i i really think uh like i said i think they just kind of perfected the same formula that they had in the old one uh-huh street fighter 4 so good i, I mean that's a, that's a good thing that's yeah that's fine uh, I didn't need it to be like big and beautiful and completely different. And uh, if I'm being honest, I probably won't play it anyway. So it, it doesn't matter anyhow. Um, Street Fighter games have a tendency to be very multiplayer oriented. And I don't like playing fighting games with people on the Internet because I'm not very good at them. And uh, so uh, it, it's they're not it's not usually my go to right. series. But, I can understand that. Yeah. Especially um, Street Fighter, that's a bit more... I guess technical than Mortal Kombat. Sure, yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, I I don't have time hey. to learn frames. Yeah, <laughs> I guess guess um, guess what has a dialogue wheel. Oh yeah, the old Republic does. Yeah, I knew. I didn't know that. I knew that. Uh, I don't know whether it's good or bad, but it is there. Um, I don't, I I guess it's an MMO, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Right. I'm sure none of it matters. Um, nothing matters. I mean, yeah, in the grand <laughs> we are, we are alone in the universe. Nothing really matters at all, anyway. 
Um, well, let me talk about uh, let me talk about Hurt World a little bit because uh, it's the first new game mm-hmm. I've played in a while, and um, I'm, I'm curious in that one because that one that one actually is on my wish list. So I picked it up kind of on a whim, uh, and I picked it up because it looks like Firewatch, and <laughs> I thought okay, so then there's this, I was out there today. And I thought it was Firewatch, uh, so I was taking the train down to to Firewatch to Firewatch. <laughs> And you get to Firewatch on a train. So, anyway, I picked it up, and um, it's basically Jay. Pretty much had already guessed it when we were talking about it earlier. Uh, it, it's basically Legacy Rust. Um, so, to recap, what happened with Rust? It was a game, and it played pretty well, and it had kind of some fun mechanics. But it was definitely early access, and uh, eventually, Rust got to a point where the developers said, "You know what? No," and they just scrapped everything and started over. And uh, that was their like new development branch, and it's the first time that I, I this this is like a risk with early access, I guess. But the new branch, I literally couldn't run it. I didn't have a computer that was powerful enough to play it. And eventually, they just retired Legacy Rust, and so I just couldn't play the game that I had bought anymore. It no longer worked. Oh Jesus! Uh, and so eventually, I got a video card update, and I got to go back to it. But it just it, it isn't the same. And and you know what they did that really ruined it for me. Uh, the maps are procedural, and the original Legacy version, it was just the same map, and so you could learn it, and if you wanted to find your friends, you could. But now, right. it's very difficult because the whole map is different on every server, and uh, it's very difficult to find people. Anyway, long story short. Were, were, before, you, before, you, before, you, before you left Rust, uh, were you a black man? Uh, yes, I am. I am a big black man in Rust. Um, I didn't check my penis size yet but i know that that is yeah, different too let, let, let me say this about russ this is like the danger of early access um does it feel like russ just became some kind of experiment on the part of the devs i think instead of a game i think like it feels like it became more degree. of a social experiment instead of a game i wouldn't say yeah that. it does I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that at all, but I think that the devs have a very different idea of what should happen in that game versus what their player base thinks should happen in that game. Um, and it's just not, right. it's not always a very congruous vision. Um, and so mm. they're, they're spending time like randomly assigning you a race and making your dick big. And uh, people are like, you know, I want PVE elements or I want this other stuff that's not happening. And uh, that's where some of the disconnect is. But anyway, it, it's... It's why I really don't play Rust anymore. It just kind of changed too much and, and lost a lot of what I enjoyed about it. Right. It's not the game you bought. So Hurt World's promise is that it's basically legacy Rust. The differences that I would point out is it has a much heavier emphasis on survival. Um, okay. You, the new version of Rust, you can still uh, you, you can you can die from the elements like hypothermia, being too cold, being too hot, things like that. And Hurt World brings that stuff in as well. Uh, hunger is a pretty big issue in the game, whereas in the original Rust, it, it becomes pretty trivial pretty quickly. Um, but uh, in Hurt World, it's a little different. You you pretty much always have to be hunting or harvesting fruit and planting fruit uh, to make sure that you don't die. Um, so it's closer to Don't Starve then. A little bit. It still has it still has the what I would say is kind of the core element of Rust, which is PvP, where basically you build a base. Man, my voice cracked a little bit there. That was great. You build a base, and then uh, <laughs> and then after you've built your base, then other people can come and try to blow your base up and kill you and take all your things. Um, and that's that's really what Rust is like at its core. And uh, Hurt World is pretty good at doing that. Um, mm. Oh, uh, another big difference. So in Rust, you always had to find blueprints to learn how to make weapons. In Hurt World, at least from what I can tell, everything's pretty much available to everyone. And so it's nice because that means that you're less likely to have someone on the server who like got lucky and found all the critical blueprints and can make like the sweetest guns and, and you can't. Like the playing field is a little bit more leveled by giving everybody access to the same stuff. Um. I will say it's not very much fun to play by yourself. Uh, kind of right. like kind of like Rust. Uh, it's just a lot more difficult. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of resources can be very scarce in this so, game. Do, do you do you have any friends on the game yet? I don't. I have no. I uh, people have been friendly to me. I would say that. Um, that's weird. 
in a survival game? It's actually super yeah. weird. Uh, but I've I've run into at least four or five people, and I've never been killed by another player so far. Um, oh, wow. And, maybe uh, it's too new for that. I, I maybe, think it's, maybe this podcast could change that. I think it's more because... Hey, what you to get Jared? The game has such a slow start. Um, <laughs> so, like, in Rust, you can wander into a town, and it's very likely that you'll find, like, a gun in the town by, by just raiding it. And uh, Hurt World's not really like that so far. So there's a lot of people who are playing with me who still don't have guns. And uh, I think it kind of makes you a little bit more conscious. Like, I don't want to die right now uh, because I'm not... I don't even have a spawn point yet. Like, I just barely made a spawn point yesterday. uh, And it was a ton of work. And so I think a lot of the people that I've run into are in similar situations where it's like... I don't want to challenge that guy because I'm carrying a bunch of stuff that I'd prefer not to lose. Um, right. I'm sure that there uh, is a guy running around on the server who has like an M4 who will blow me away the second that he sees me, uh, but I haven't run into him yet. Um, and now I, I noticed uh, one major thing about the truck because I'm thinking about getting it. We'll see what happens after the holiday uh, comes and goes, but um one thing I noticed about the trailers for that game is there's a lot of uh, of driving. And I've never seen that in a survival game before. I'm not being facetious. I've never seen the ability to build vehicles and drive them in a survival game. Well, and actually, that's a that's a promise that Rust has been making for a really long time, is that they would introduce mm-hmm. cars into the game, and they never did, and they still haven't. Uh, but supposedly, that's on the road now for Rust. You're too um, busy introducing penises so that people can build colleges in that game and jack each other off. It has a very big, <laughs> it has a very big um, Mad Max feel to it. Like the like the mm-hmm. way the cars look, the dune buggies, and a lot of the game takes place in kind of a deserty area. And uh, it's kind of neat. Having said that, I haven't seen a car yet in person. I've only watched videos and seen cars. Um, it 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 seems like that's pretty much the latest game aspect that's available right now. Uh, like that, it. it's kind of the last thing that you're going to be able to do is get the car right. and drive it around. But uh, I've watched some videos that make it look like a lot of fun. Looks like rating is is pretty great and uh, and pretty enjoyable. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to to trying a little more. So if anybody wants to play Hurt World with me, uh, you let me know because it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty good so far. Okay, well, I guess we'll see what happens after the holidays and if I can join you. It's also, I will say this, it is 10 times better optimized than Rust. Uh, Rust is probably, in its current state, one of the least optimized games that I've ever played. Uh, It doesn't look that good, and it still runs like complete ass. So, (laughs) um, Sounds like Rust and you are not in good terms anymore. I... I still really like the game. I had a lot of fun in it. Even in its current state, I can imagine a scenario where I have a lot of fun. But it is upsetting to see some of the decisions that they've made. And, um, yeah, anyway, it's, it's, it's kind of been disappointing in some ways. So, but, but anyway, uh, let's talk about... You said you had a lot more to share about Xenoblade. Is that right? Yeah, so you're playing a lot. Have you gotten in a robot? Yeah, no. you still are in a fucking robot. I'm forty hours in too. No, you're not. It's, that's yeah, not that's fucking bullshit. There's robots everywhere in the goddamn trailer. They're getting in robots. There's a robot on the fucking cover. Where this is? You know what it was? You know what it was, shit. Jarrett? You know what? You know what it was, Jarrett? Is it because I said robots? Lucio, no, it's because Lucio was too busy making a team of magical girls to go and find the robot. No, man, I just bought the armor for that. No, that's not true. You 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 cultivated this team. Have you been like grinding out to make your girls cute? You carefully. Oh man. Yep, that's what you did. Because you literally need to get in that game and just sprint I to a goddamn a robot. Shot. Don't let them lie. No, it's true. I have so many unfinished quests. <sighs> okay, so what the, what the fuck is going on with the robot? All right, well, f- f- say your piece. What so do you have to say? I actually finally uh, at thirty-eight hours in. I got the quest to get my license to go drive a robot. What? You have to get a fucking license to you drive a robot? <laughs> you have to go to like the DMV and have him like stamp something. Like, yeah, I, I wish you hey, was get like, it. You, know, you have to do like eight different tasks that are, you know, all, some of them are more like time consuming than others. So it's like, you know, oh, kill so many of this enemy. And then, you know, like basically MMO, MMO tasks. 
Do you have to drive the robot for like 40 hours with an adult in the robot with you? Yeah, I wish. And get them to sign off on your papers before you can... <laughs> Nobody. Okay. Was, I, 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 I was I'm... heartbroken because it was like, you know, I finished the, the this quest. I beat like this really tough boss. And the the like general dude goes like, oh, you're finally... You know, uh, you've proven yourself. We, you're going to get a robot. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to get a robot. As soon as you do your exam, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so, and, and I mean, I think we can all get behind this. It sucks when like you want to, you know, uh, drive your friends to the mall with your robot, but you can't because your dad has to ride in the robot <laughs> with you. And it's super it's uncool. Like, make sure you drive the speed limit. Yeah, and he's like, "Don't, don't, uh, don't smash that monster over there. Just go to the mall, you know." And it's like, "Well, Dad, my friends would think it but was really cool if I smash this monster." And he's like, yeah, why, I, "Why wouldn't you win this?" this and your monster? dad's so like, that's, "That's kind of my that's kind of my question, right? Because since you're in the military in this game, and since you need to get a license to use the robot anyway, uh, do you have to wait for your orders come in every time you want to launch the robot? I, would know, the I haven't gotten the robot yet." Okay. So, but how about your gun? Do you have to like? Do you have to wait until orders come in to fire your gun? No, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, no, that's not very good. I've been, I've been, I've been running that. around the, the the world for like days. I mean, I know you certainly dressed up all your girls like magical girls, so that doesn't seem very um. No, that's actually official uniform. Is there That's somebody? Official. Is there somebody who like audits the robot driving stuff? Because like like police or something. Because what's the point in having you get a license for it if you're just <laughs> gonna go out and do whatever the fuck you want in it anyway? I don't know. Maybe they don't give you a robot key until you like get the license. A robot key? Does it start with a key? <laughs> I don't know. Oh God! <laughs> I just find all this upsetting. Voltron started with a key. Did he? he? Key to use Voltron. Actually, yeah, Gore Voltron had the key for the robot. I don't really remember. Uh, Voltron's kind of a. Yeah. I was a little too young, or so, or whatever. Okay. I don't fully know. So I, you mean I was a little too old? What you're trying to say? I don't really know. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I get Voltron mixed up a lot with VR Troopers, and they have almost nothing to do with each other. They, both they have, have like absolutely nothing to do with each other. They both have V's in the title, and I think that's throwing me off. Okay, that's fair that's enough. Fair. Anyway, so you didn't ride a robot. So what is there to say? So if you, yeah, you don't have a robot, what the fuck is there to say on the game? Then? Yeah, you said you had so much to tell me. What do you have to tell me? Well, I've been doing a lot of the quests, so the game is fucking enormous, right? And for mm. the most part, I'm really enjoying it, but there's it has some stuff that is just like, I'm, it just makes me wonder why they put it in the game. Mm-hmm. Stuff like, like what? So there's quests. Um, there's four types of quests, right? There's the... Uh, Story quests. Um, there's the billboard quest, which is like you go just go to a billboard and pick like you know random like MMO quests, and they're pretty like standard. They're like you know you know go grab you know grab you know five used condoms or whatever. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> it's not actually used condoms, but you know what I mean. It's like you know you go grab five of this item, mm-hmm. and then um, you know you just basically when you're exploring, you're supposed to get these items, right? Right, right. Uh, then there's um, basically side quests. That, they call them social quests, but they're basically side quests that characters give you in the world, and those can be anything from like, you know, go complain to this guy that this you know person doesn't let me shop in the store to you know destroy this really powerful monster. So they are they're basically like side quests that have like more story to them. Go wait. Let me let me follow this here. Go complain to a guy because this person won't let me shop in the store to kill a yeah. monster. No, to, uh, yeah, to kill a monster is the like the other end. Oh, okay. I thought you meant he like had to go it's, shopping. They, they can in order be very to kill mundane, or they can go. You know, or they can be like very RPG. Okay, I had mashed it together into some kind of weird quest where like someone wanted to buy a gun and they wouldn't let him. He's like, please, I really need to kill a monster. I like this game better. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> there is actually a quest where you have to find, uh, give a mechanic a gun so she can go exploring. Now, did you do like a, uh, a hunter's safety course in the game? No. Oh. Well, okay. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like everything is... I mean, it's, it all sounds so bureaucratic. I would think you would. I, no, you, it's just a robot thing. Nothing else is bureaucratic. You know what you should do? You should just point the, your gun at the guy and have him give you the robot. 
Man, I should. Just make him do it. I wish I could. He shouldn't be the boss of you. Don't let other people be the boss of you. <laughs> Don't respect the military chain of command. That always ends well. No, fuck the military. Get your robot. Man, it's tempting, but... uh. I don't, it I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand it because it doesn't sound like it's a very strong chain of command to begin with. <laughs> it's, it's only, um, it's only um, bureaucratic when it comes to the robot. Mm-hmm. But, um, so anyone, then there's... This is, this is like the worst military ever. Like, what kind of place oh, is New Los... What, what kind of place is... What, what do they call it? Neo Los Angeles? New Los Angeles? New Los Angeles. What, what what kind of place is New Los Angeles? It's like like super lawless with the military. That's like, hey, you guys, cut it out! Don't do that. No, they all used to be spec script writers. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so anyway, there's a, a fourth type of quest that's called an affinity quest. Uh huh. And what they are, those are like basically more involved quests with their party members. Oh, okay. But you can have an active affinity quest and a main quest, or you can have the main quest and an affinity quest active at the same time. So you can do them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that can be a problem because they just kind of throw them at you with like no, no thought on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for example, I had one where I had to grab a specific item and the item was in a continent I couldn't reach yet. Okay. <laughs> um, because you need a robot to get there. Exactly. Oh, my God. So I was like, <laughs> the second thing I was able to, uh, you know, load a, an old save because otherwise I would have been fucked. Because <laughs> you can't continue the game. And if you can't continue the main you, story, you, you can't, can't continue the game? What the fuck? Exactly. You can't continue the main story. Because the affinity quests lock you out of the main story. I'm convinced you're playing yeah, this wrong. Ridiculous. I'm Googling it right now. How long to get a robot in Xenoblade? Let's see. <laughs> it should be chapter 7. Oh, fuck. After 55 hours of Xenoblade, I finally got Are my robot. Are you kidding me? See? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm doing better than the other guy. That, that shows you that I haven't what been finding. That shows you that hey, I How long is the game? How long is the game? Let's the average, game. Find out the average playtime. Okay, here, I'll let's It's going see. to be like 100 hours. 55 hours to get your robot. That's so you, some bullshit for having the robot on the fucking super cover. bullshit. There you go, was, Jay. You were, you were telling me that I was grinding? I didn't, call, I didn't say you were grinding. Jared said you were grinding. The main story is 64 I, I hours. Said, I said that you went... It's 64 hours and you don't get your robot until the game is almost done. What kind of rip-off is that? There is a rip is there, is there is there like a ton of shit you can you can take the robot and go back and do at least? Is yeah, to go back. I, I, robot? Yeah, there's a bunch of shit that's all locked if you don't have a robot. Main, main the robot can fly. Uh, a completionist runs 158 hours, and they say that just the main quest plus extras is about 96 hours. So that's not so hard, right? But okay. if you but if you just yeah, did nothing else, it's, it's still it's still kind of it's still kind of awful. Like how long? Like com- like compared to other video games. I don't know. I, uh, Fallout, Fallout comes to mind. Like most games, will give you that shit like right off the bat because that's the point of the game, right? You don't have an entire gameplay aspect and then not, not give it to the player. Well, um, you know, Arkham, one, like... Arkham, as annoying as it was, Arkham, as annoying as it was, gave you the Batmobile like ten minutes in, and like Fallout Four gives you the power armor almost right away. How, how what's the average for getting power armor in Fallout? Because I don't feel like in Three or New Vegas it always it ever took Fallout me that long. One. It's yeah. what we say. It's about three quarters of the game in. Yeah, I think that's probably about right. Uh, this is saying three quarters of the game in. This is saying that they got the robot after completing six of the twelve story quests. Yep. So in theory, mm. it's halfway through the main story. That's like ridiculous to me. That's ridiculous. Like 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 Assassin's Creed. You know, Black Flag doesn't wait until the game's almost done to give you a boat because you're supposed to be a fucking pirate. You're supposed to be a robot. Oh wait, pirate, there, there's more. Okay. The game has this else? really. This game has this really. Weak bad habit of having like item hunts during the quests mm-hmm. and there's no map marker for them a lot of times they tell you like they give you directions to where it is but there's no like map icon indicating <sighs> oh my god if your robot dies uh... but, but not only that um, sometimes there are random drops too 
Oh, good. So, you can be so you kill a bunch of shit. Hang on, this is crazy. Oh, remember, this yeah, yeah, I want to. I want to hear. Go ahead, Jared. I want to hear what Jared has to say. Your robot. If your robot dies. You have to pay insurance. You no, know, you have to pay to repair it. But here's the kicker: <laughs> you can only do that three times, and then you have to buy a new robot. Yep. Unless you have repair tickets. What the fuck? <laughs> yep. What the fuck is this shit? Like, who thought this was or any of this was a good idea? I don't know. Maybe it's great. Like, what the what the hell? Does it, you 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 buy a car, and then you can only repair the car five, three times before you have to buy a whole new car? Yes, that's exactly how cars work. I'm excited. Yeah, that is how cars work. <laughs> I know you don't drive because you're in New York, but yeah, yeah that's how that's really how cars. That's work. how cars work. My 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 Honda has been going for over ten years. I, I've certainly got more than just three repairs on that Honda. Wow. Just because when you when you destroy your robot, there's a QTE, and if you get a, a perfect on it, then you don't have to like the penalty doesn't apply. So oh, you probably this is ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous. In those QTEs, it's, it's, <laughs> are there are there at least different models of robot? Yes. Yeah, there's actually quite a few. It looks like. Okay. Just a ton of. Them. That's something. Yeah, but you only get one robot. You don't get like a robot for each party member. No, you get a robot for each party member. Oh. Do you have okay. to do you have to that's buy them all? Better. You have to buy each one? I don't know because I haven't gotten the robots. <laughs> How many party members do you have? <laughs> you have a shutdown, but you can only have four at the time with you. Oh, but so you're gonna but be you're gonna like be running 20, around right? four robot bros? Together. There's something like twenty, yeah, there's a lot of them. Hmm. So anyways, so th- there's this quest where you have like to find an item in this enormously vast world and they will like tell you what it is and you kind of have to guess mm-hmm. you have to guess the i why won't they tell you what it is the world is weird to me like if someone if someone is like hey jay i want you to go and grab me a pepsi i want to walk across the street and go grab them a, a pepsi like why wouldn't they tell you what the item is they go like okay um jay i need you to grab me a pepsi uh the only pepsi that i've seen is in africa <laughs> And you, you know, like they, they will tell you like the continent where it's at, and then you're like, "Well, that's an entire continent." But okay, it's just an average Pepsi. I'm gonna have to search Africa for the for the one Pepsi. Okay, which is normally not that's a big fair. problem because, like, you know, this are usually like the the um, billboard quest, which is fine. You're completing them as you're like playing the game and random, you know, doing other shit, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the affinity quest, which lock you out of the story, it, it's like it's basically bullshit. Like, I stopped doing the affinity quest because I was like, you know, one of them was like, you, you need to um, you need to kill this monster and get this item. And then I went online because I wasn't getting it. Like, it wasn't dropping. Uh-huh. Then I found yeah. out, like, the drop rate is like 5%. I'm like, oh. Holy shit. Kill. Yeah. That's kind of bullshit. This, uh... this makes any sense to me. Once again, once again, I'm going to say this. Like, once again, Xenoblade... Sounds once more like it's taking a lot of its gameplay design from like an MMO, <clears throat> because I understand waiting super late in the game to give you the best shit in an MMO, right? And that's when you get your mounts and all that kind of shit, right. um, because it's like this is what they want to have you play for a long time. But again, the the the, the quest design and the structure and the gameplay of all that in Xenoblade sounds like once again they're making an offline MMO and that shit doesn't work. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like game lengthening bullshit in it which makes no yeah. sense because you have an enormous fucking world right right you didn't have to make it right you worry uh, and the worst part of it is like if when it's not doing this bullshit it's such a good game right like, when you're exploring and finding new places and you know running around the world and you see like a cave and you go in the cave and you find like an enormous monster and then you run away <laughs> because it's a level 85 monster you know and you know you can come back to that monster and shit, and it's you know you're exploring a, a place and there's like this awesome ruins and stuff. That, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like when the game lets you play it and it's not doing this like bullshit design, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I know you haven't even made it to a robot yet, so it's hard. It's unfair of me to ask this question, but right now. What are you leaning towards as far as like a score? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What is this experience to you? I would, I'm leaning towards a three right now. Yeah, so just okay. kind of an average. It's it, it could be higher if it wasn't if it didn't have so much bullshit in it. But what if you get in the I, robot and everything changes? 
I don't think it will, but sure. <laughs> I, 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 I don't usually do this, but I'm, I'm curious this game. Um, I usually, like, just block out other reviews um, and just read our stuff. But in terms of Xenoblade, how is it doing review-wise? Um, it's been... I think when it came out, things were going pretty well. And then mm. over time, it kind of slumped down a little bit. I want to say it was in like the 60s in Metacritic, but let me see. I could be totally wrong. Oh, God, no. Well, it's a, it's that, an 84. An 84. Everyone loves it. Never mind. I lied. Are you, are you kidding I, I, me? No, no, no. But <laughs> like I said, it's not, I'm not that surprised because when it's good, it's very, very good. And actually, user reviews are pretty great, too. It's at an 8.9 for user reviews. Okay. So. Yeah, it's, well, like I said, when it's good, it's very, very good. Like when it's being fun, I'm having a blast. It doesn't sound like something I want to play, but no, I would. Yeah, I gotta agree with Jarrett. But like, you know, before, I before enjoy when, it too. when when you started when you started playing it off off the bat, I was kind of interested. I was kind of leaning more towards it, but now that you're telling me all this, I'm like, eh, I I think I can skip it. <laughs> you guys, you guys want me to read you uh, some negative reviews? Sure. Yeah, go for it. Okay, here we go. A negative review for Xenoblade Chronicles X. Hang on, I'm trying to find one that's actually legible. Um, God bless you, user reviews. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is sorted by most helpful, it seems. Um, <laughs> read, read, read an illegible one. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, Charthero says, if you're looking for a game that is smooth flowing intuitive and not repetitive at all this is not for you 30 plus hours of grinding is just plain boring uh very unpolished game and even if you go past that it is very shallow the story falls far short of its predecessor predecessor of its predecessor predecessor while it retains the (laughs) archaic combat everything feels sluggish and random instead of polish and clean i think you i I think you've been polished I do wish there were more Polish people. In this game is not nearly Polish enough. <laughs> like, um, I haven't met one person from Krakow yet. <laughs> Man, the rest of these are really... Lo- okay, this one's short. I'll read this one, too. I want to like it, but the music is so abysmally terrible. I can't stand to endure it for long. And it's too loud. Thanks, Grandpa. I mean, you can change that in the menus, but okay. He says no audio options either, <laughs> so all dialogue and ambient sound is ruined. I'm deliberately lowballing the score in the hope that Monolith might get curious and actually do something about it. Right. Oh, sure, yeah, okay. I'm sure the what's, what's his name? What's his name? His name is Chantler. Okay, I'm sure Chantler, your Monolith soft actually really, really cares what Chantler has to say. I know some people argue that they like the soundtrack, but that's not the point. These long-playing games need the option to turn it off. <laughs> He's literally, he's literally a granddad who's like, the, the music. I wish they'd turn down that damn music. <laughs> oh, my God. shakes his right. cane at the TV. All right, well. God damn you, kids. So let, let me put it this way, how I feel about uh, Xenoblade. Yeah, summarize your feelings yep. here. I'm considering putting in my Game of the Year's list um, just because it would be one of the best games of the year if it wasn't for all of that bullshit that I described. It right. is really good. Um, f- you know, except for those parts. <laughs> I mean, everything's really good except for the bad parts, though. You know what? I- <laughs> you know, like... Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's how, I, that's how I would describe every single game I played this year. That's how I would describe Arkham. Um, right, Arkham is really good except for the bad parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so is Fallout like, Four is the same way. Fallout Four is really good except for the bad parts. Ride to Hell is really good except for the bad parts. The problem <laughs> is that all the parts are bad. <laughs> it's a small no, issue. All right. Well, uh, do you have a final statement oh. on on Xenoblade? Uh, I guess I will talk when I get in the robot. We'll revisit it after you find the robot. Yeah. All I right. found the robot. I just can't get on it because I have a license. <laughs> right, right. A mean old man won't let you get in the robot. And I'm going to buy insurance for it because I'm a responsible adult. What a fucking ridiculous concept. Like, Doing all this while wearing magical girl attire that has the highest armor rating that I have found. Well, thank God for that. I was worried. No, what I'm saying is like, you know, like, it's still like, you know, I'm doing all this while like my characters are wearing like really short skirts and like an open top. But it's... I, I, 
it's the best armor that I found too, like stats wise. Ah, uh-huh, sure, I believe you. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? You haven't played a Japanese game before. I know. I believe you. I just said it, didn't I? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is here. All right. Well, I think we're. I think we're. This is a good place to wind it down here. Um, if you enjoyed our podcast today, I would encourage you to go to our website, enemieslime.com, and just uh, click a bunch of shit. Click on the links and the bars. And Oh, I should mention, we got a new comment system uh, over the weekend. So now you can post with your Facebook, your Twitter. Uh, we had that functionality ages ago, but it stopped working, and uh, we finally got it fixed. So if you haven't already, go tell us what dickheads we are in the comments section. Uh, we'd love to hear whatever. Tell me how I'm wrong. I was in Whatever abuse you can sling at us, uh, we'd love to hear it. Um, let us know how much you enjoyed your new copy of Fallout and all the uh, homoerotic ways that we relayed it to you. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're at Facebook and Twitter on the Enemy Slime on both of those services. Uh, this actually, I'm going to schedule the tweet so that uh, Fallout Four will actually be the key will be put on Twitter on Christmas Eve, I believe. So, um, you know, make sure you prepare yourself. Uh, I really, I really hope in honor of the key, um, that they... you check off a guy. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I really hope that in honor of the key, their fallout character is a big bear of a dude and they enter a, a romantic relationship with either Paladin Dance or Hancock. Um, and oh, I would both. like, a, you know, I would like a, or both, and I would like a picture of it tweeted to us. That's quite, you, it's not like you don't. That is quite a request, but you don't have to. But I would like to see it. Could you at least make a big hot bear of a man that you control? That would be great. Um, anyway, yeah. So I think with that, uh, we are almost certainly ready to go out. So let's do that. Yeah, something's out. Something. Let's something. There's a few. There's a few things. Something. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs>